Welcome to On My Walk, the reading podcast that helps you capture reading's aha moments and apply them to your life and leadership. Today, I want to share a key question for all who want to discover their calling or who, knowing it, want to lean into it more fully. And as I share this insight, I think it's important to point out that this is not the question to consider, but a question to consider in the ongoing work of being the limited edition of one whom God has made you to be. You know, the Apostle Paul said, only let each person lead the life the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him. This is my rule in all the churches. And that comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 7. And I'm as convinced as convinced can be that God has given us assignments, callings, As John Calvin has noted, each individual has his own sort of living assigned to him as a sort of sentry post. And of course, the question most of us want to know is, well, how do I figure out what that sentry post is? How do I live out that calling? Well, recently, I finished a book that provided a little help in that direction. And the book is Bluebird, Bluebird, a novel by Attica Locke. You may know Locke from one of her other novels, Pleasantville, The Cutting Season, or Blackwater Rising, or you may have heard her name as a writer-producer for the Netflix miniseries When They See Us, or the Fox drama Empire, of which she had a very significant role in the first three seasons. Bluebird, Bluebird features Texas Ranger Darren Matthews. Now, Matthews is a black Texas Ranger, which makes him an anomaly, and makes his job a lot tougher. But he toughs it out because he's driven by a duty. Uh, A duty to the Ranger Star, a duty to his heritage as a black Texan, and a duty to his desire to wipe out the Aryan Brotherhood of Texas, which, as they say in the book, is kind of like the Ku Klux Klan with money and automatic weapons. Well, in Bluebird, Bluebird, Matthews heads to Lark, an East Texas town that's divided by race, to help solve a double murder. And what makes this murder so unique, it's a white woman, black man. And Matthews, who's fighting his own troubles, discovers prejudice aplenty, including his own. But he's not about to stop. His pursuit leads him to the killer, and it leads us to challenge our own prejudices. It's an extremely good book. Well, I love the way that novelist Neely Tucker summarizes Attica Locke's Bluebird, Bluebird. Neely says this, Bluebird, Bluebird, no black and white answers in this tale of race and murder. And that is well said. But there is a very interesting point in the story when Matthews is having a conversation with the estranged widow of the murdered black man. And this woman doesn't get why Matthews would do what he does, nor does Matthews' wife, for that matter. When Matthews responds to her, he makes a comment that was my aha moment when it comes to the issue of calling. As you listen to this clip, you're going to hear him reference Jasper, which is the place where a brutal race killing took place when he was a younger man. So give this clip a careful listen. You made it all the way to the University of Chicago, she said, propping herself up by folding a thin pillow in half. You could have gone anywhere. I did. She nodded, 
staring at him in the dim light. But why come back? Jasper, he said softly. He stared at the ceiling, lit yellow and blue by the lampshade. One of them would have to get up and turn off the light at some point if they planned to sleep. Jasper, Randy said, rolling the name around her tongue. I remember that. I was in my junior year of college. I had never seen anything like that in my lifetime. To drag a man like that. And I thought, Texas. That was my September 11th. Randy didn't speak for a second, and Darren took his cell phone from his pocket and laid it on the floor by his leather holster and his boots. His wife hadn't called since he'd said he wasn't coming home, and some part of him knew that their next conversation would decide things he wasn't ready to face. He took a deep breath, gathering himself, as if he needed to pull from the same well of courage that had walked him out of law school just to say these words. It was a calling, he said. It was a line in the sand for me, a line past which we just weren't going to go, not on my watch. The badge was to say, this land is my land too, my state, my country, and I'm not going to be run off. I can stand my ground too. My people built this, and we're not going anywhere. I set my sight on the Aryan Brotherhood of Texas, among others, and I turned my life over to the Texas Rangers, to this badge, he said, pointing to the star on his chest. She writes, Jasper, that was my September 11th. It was a calling. It was a line in the sand for me, a line past which we just weren't going to go, not on my watch. You know, at the outset, I said that when it comes to discerning our calling, it's really not a matter of answering the one question. Really, what we need to do is ask ourselves a series of questions with which we have to grapple and the answers taken together help us to discern our calling. So here's the question. What is your September 11th? Or to frame it the other way Matthews does, what is the line in the sand beyond which you are just not going to go? You know, for Darren Matthews, it was Jasper. That was his September 11th. It, it cut him to the core, and he said, I must do something about this. For Attica Locke, the author, it was the conflicts of East Texas coupled with her passion to write. In an interview for the Dallas News, here's what she said. I have a profound love of where I'm from. She's from Texas. That I'm always trying to navigate with this other ambivalence about the parts of Texas that make me want to cry, that break my heart, she said in an interview earlier this year in New York. The part of Darren that's ambivalent about where he's from, that's completely me, she said. After a decade of screenwriting, she realized... It was the writing itself that gave her satisfaction, and as she worked on the latest in a line of unproduced scripts, she came to another realization. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to write for people who fundamentally love to read. So her September 11th was this internal conflict about her love for Texas and her ambivalence about the parts of Texas that just bothered her, and the intersection of that with her desire to write. And she said, this is what I must do. So what is 
your September 11th? What's your line in the sand? It's a question all of us must answer, and we've got to come back to it from time to time if we want to lead well the life to which the Lord has called us and assigned us. And that's my thought on my walk with Attica Locke and her insightful and engaging novel, Bluebird, Bluebird. But hey, my question for you is what will you do with that thought on your walk through life today? Will you grapple with the question, what is my September 11th? You know, you can stop by onmywalk.com and you can read my review of Attica Locke's book, Bluebird, Bluebird, along with a lot of others. I'm starting to put up quite a few these days. So stop by online and check out onmywalk.com.